Welcome to This ADHD Life, a podcast for people with ADHD, those who love us, and yes, even those who sometimes struggle to love us. Welcome into episode nine of This ADHD Life. This is an election day special, and don't worry, I'm not going to be talking about the election that's happening here in the U.S., but I will tell you that that title that you see is exactly how I feel, and I would bet that the majority of Americans, no matter who they're voting for today, are feeling the same way. This feels like such a huge election in my lifetime. Both sides of the aisle are saying, vote for my candidate, or the U.S. is going to change dramatically, that the U.S. is going to somehow just, like, be imploded if they don't if you don't vote for their candidate but obviously this is not true Yet in an ADHDer's mind, we can make the simplest things and hyperbolize them. I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. Hyperbolize them into these situations that really aren't factual. Same things happen with the U.S. election. So let's talk about some of that today. And oh, by the way, coincidentally, I'm running into this same problem myself. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to panic. All right. The truth is we don't have to be ready to panic, right? Because a lot of times we just find ourselves in panic situations. I have to admit to you that I am so panicked about the outcome of the election. I didn't get out of bed until about 1230 this afternoon. I just couldn't pry myself away from news coverage on my iPad. There was something warm and comforting about the blankets, obviously warm, but comforting about just kind of sinking into the memory foam mattress and watching news coverage that's not going to tell me anything about the election. Because right now, it's about two o'clock on the East Coast. We won't even begin to know who's won the election for six hours from now. And some people would say that we may not even know it for a couple days. Yet. It's very easy for me to panic about that. Likewise, I've been a little bit panicked about recording this episode. You see, Past Keith, you remember Past Keith? I, I introduced you to him on a previous episode. Past Keith set this present Keith up for some huge failure. And you know, Past Keith didn't mean to do that. Past Keith is always, you know, he, he wants to be a nice guy. He's just thinking about the future, thinking about what would be great, has a huge amount of intent. But unfortunately, sometimes he can be a little limiting in his foreshadowing of events. So, for example, I said that I was going to put out three episodes in October. Did that happen? Uh, no. It didn't happen. What happened instead? Well, I spent two and a half weeks moving my mother from Massachusetts down to where I live in the the Georgia area. I really wish past Keith would have said, hey, you know, I'd I'd love to do three episodes of the podcast, but uh, you're going to be going up to see your mom in a week and a half. And, you know, then you're going to be helping her move. And what are the chances that you're going to have some alone time before November? Yeah, they're not good. Oh, you know what? Go ahead. Just promise three episodes anyway. That's totally fine, dude. So now here I am a couple days before the Chad conference and I have some This ADHD Life t-shirts printed up. I plan to wear them at the Chad conference. And so if you're listening to this before the Chad conference and you see this, uh, you know, kind of dorky looking guy wearing a This ADHD Life t-shirt, chances are better than not that it'll be me. Come up and say hi. But the point to it is I wanted to have those t-shirts and this morning I woke up and really I've been waking up the past few mornings going, man, I need to get an episode out. It would be such a waste of this, this investment. It was only 50 bucks to print these shirts and have them shipped, but it would be a waste of this $50 if you didn't at least put an episode out before the Chad conference. Great. Now I need to put an episode out. 
but what am I going to talk about? I mean, sure, I have a lot of stuff in my head right now, but damn it, I woke up this morning overwhelmed and anxious. How am I going to actually get into the studio today, which by the way is the office? How am I going to get in front of the microphone and start recording this show? The answer is I just did it. Yeah, I just did it. I just sat down and turned on GarageBand and I just started this free-flowing stream of consciousness out of my mouth into a lovely high LPR 40 through a cable into the Mac, into the software, onto the hard drive, and eventually to your ears. Sometimes just getting started is the way that you have to do anything. I was talking to a friend of mine who wants to do more than she has time to do, and she says, I, I just need to start doing less. How do I do that? Well you just start doing less. See, both of these things, recording a podcast and doing less, or recording a podcast and planning for a wonderful holiday season, or doing less or planning to do less and getting ready for a Chad conference and being really present at a Chad conference, or any goal A and any goal B all share some commonality in that they're both the simplest thing to start and the most complex thing to start. If you think about doing less, you can have all sorts of questions like, okay, well, what am I going to cut out? And if I cut out this, is this going to somehow impact my income? Or if I cut out, you know, I don't know, item N, well, what is my family going to think of me? If I cut out this, what are my listeners going to think of me? If I cut out this, what's my spouse going to think of me? If I cut out this, what am I going to think of me? But my question would be, if you don't cut it out, what are you going to think of you? If you don't sit down in front of the microphone, Keith, and start recording the podcast, what's future Keith going to think of you? What is future Keith going to think when he is at the Chad conference and wearing this shirt and someone comes up and says, hey, man, I listened to your recent episode and uh, man, that was kind of disjointed. I can't believe you put that out. You call yourself a podcaster. Future Keith is going to go, well, at least I got the podcast out. All of this kind of sweeps into something that we in the ADHD coaching world talk, talk about often called limiting beliefs. What are the beliefs that we have that limit us, us, limit us from just starting something, finishing something, looking into something, stopping something, not doing something? I know that's the same as stopping something are those sometimes they're a little different, right? What are those limiting beliefs? Now, in my viewpoint for today, why did I not sit down to podcast at 10 a.m. this morning? I had a limiting belief that somehow the news stations I was watching on my iPad were going to tell me and foreshadow the presidential election, and I would know 12 hours before there was any likelihood that I would know who the next president of these United States is. That was my limiting belief. What's another limiting belief that I had? Oh, well, I have too much to do. You have all of this stuff that you put off to the last minute, and Oh yeah, that's the P word. That's procrastination. That's probably another episode, but if you struggle from procrastination, maybe there's some limiting beliefs in the back of your mind about what's stopping you from completing some stuff. So the other limiting belief that I had is you don't have a topic to talk about, or if you don't put in a certain dosage of advice or recommendations, then no one's going to listen to you. This podcast is not going to be helpful. And then I was talking with that same friend who said, you know what? Sometimes just hearing someone struggling in the same ways in which we do helps us. And isn't that the case? There's something about commiseration sometimes. I can tell you when I was first diagnosed uh, almost two years ago now, year and three quarters, I started watching videos from Rick Green. He runs a website called totallyadd.com. If you haven't heard of it, I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, just stop, stop the tape now and 
and go watch a video because he's an awesome guy. But I remember staying up till like two or three in the morning. And at first I was crying, laughing at his videos. And then later on, I was just crying at his videos because there was something in what he was saying and what he was presenting that I so much identified that so much resonated with inside me that it just built up this huge well of emotions. And it was like, oh my goodness, there is someone out there that's like me. And that is what this podcast is sometimes meant to be about. Now, my hope is that I get to meet Rick Green at the Chad conference. And look, this is another reason I'm doing today's show because he might go, well, who are you? Okay. He doesn't sound like that, but yeah, that's how he's going to sound for this podcast. Well, who are you? And I'll say, I'm the guy that does this ADHD life. Look at the t-shirt, go listen to an episode and he'll go. And instead of seeing my last published episode sometime in October, he'll go and see something fresh and hopefully download it. Now, what's my limiting belief there is that if I don't publish this episode today that I could meet the guy and he could look at my t-shirt and go and go, man, what a loser. He, he hasn't done an episode in a month. What a loser. Why would I ever listen to him? That's another limiting belief. It's not serving me any better than the belief that no one's going to listen, but yet they're both limiting beliefs and they influence how and when and why I sit down in front of this microphone to record shows. Now, the problem with the limiting beliefs is that sometimes they tend to serve us. Of course, the problem is they limit us, but that's kind of right on the package. So you you got that part, right? Sometimes, though, they serve us. They keep us out of danger. They keep us from doing something really crazy. I mean, for example, many people have heard of the Tony Robbins firewalk. And yeah, human beings can walk on fire. Uh, can they walk a mile on fire? I would say no. And that limiting belief will probably keep me from burning my feet to a crisp. The question then is when do we need to trust our limiting beliefs and when do we need to tell them to just get a bus ticket on the ride to the back of our mind? And that goes to exploring our thoughts. All right. So I think by now I have mentioned that coaching is all about exploring your thoughts, having this, uh, you know, conversation between you and a trained professional and really exploring what's behind things. But If you want to start living a life where you're not limiting yourself as much, you have to have conversations with yourself about what's limiting to you. Now, I'm very privileged that I was able to have a conversation today about what limited me from starting today's podcast. But there have been times in the past where I've been able to actually pull myself up and go, okay, well, you're not wanting to go out today because of X, Y, Z, A, B, C, and let's throw in the number four. Let's really explore these thoughts, Keith. And I I don't talk out loud, but sometimes I write them down or, I don't know, sometimes I actually do talk out loud. I'm going to have to admit that to you. And if I can get, you know, four or five out of the way, then I actually start doing something. So that's my advice for you today. If, if, If every podcast has to have a piece of advice, and I'm not sure it does, it would be to take some time to start exploring your limiting beliefs. Maybe it has to do with, I don't know, decluttering your house, right? And, and, Oftentimes, a limiting belief with starting a decluttering project is, man, my house is so cluttered, there is no way I will ever get it done. Hmm. I mean, is that based in reality? Probably not. I mean, yeah, there's a possibility that, you know, you could be walking home from work and get hit by a bus, I guess. And I I suppose if you've been given a day to live, that's just very true that you're never going to get your house decluttered. I would argue at that point, you have much bigger things to be worrying about than decluttering your house. But what is the reality of the situation? What if you downsize it some and say, instead of I'm decluttering my house, I need to declutter my bedroom. Ah, you know, I'm never going to get my bedroom decluttered. Okay. All right. 
How about your, your bedroom closet? Can we, can we get that decluttered? Nope. Nope. That's never going to happen. It's not, it's not possible. Okay. Well, look, you, you and I both know that's not true. And chances are you can actually, you know, declutter your closet, but, uh, Hey, how about that drawer right there? Could you, could you start with that drawer? Oh, you can. Interesting. And so this is another way in which we can sort of delete our limiting beliefs. Maybe delete is not, maybe put some uh, white out over them. And man, am I dating myself? If you know what white out is, then you're probably the same age as I am. So the point is limiting beliefs are not necessarily based in fact, although in my example of decluttering, yeah, you're probably not going to declutter your house in one day. So if you have the, the belief that you need to declutter in one day, probably not going to happen. But a lot of times they can also, they can be based in scope. So what's a limiting belief scope? Well, in this example, yes, I can clean out that drawer in the closet today. I cannot clean out the entire closet today. Here's an example from my own life. Yes, I can record this podcast today. Chances are I can edit and release it today. I can't do this and record another podcast for two weeks from now. So I'm like way ahead of the game. That's just not going to happen. But what if I went into today expecting myself to record two podcasts? Chances are zero podcasts would be recorded. And how about that other fun belief that we have that everything in our head is we're going to do that we don't actually have to write stuff down. I would say that is a limiting belief that doesn't serve us. Of course, we need to write this stuff down. In fact, some of the reasons that I have so much to do today is because I didn't take the time to write stuff down because I thought I'd have a lot more time I did than I did. Oh, wait, another episode. That's time and sensitivity. But see, if I had written the stuff down, then I would have immediately been overwhelmed because I would have noticed that there was a disconnect in my mind compared to the paper in terms of how much time I actually had to accomplish this stuff. My limiting belief was that I can remember everything, but that actually served me because it kept me from being overwhelmed. But it didn't cause doubt in me. It just limited me from doing the stuff that I needed to get done in a calm way. In a way, it served me, but in a much bigger way, it didn't. So another way that limiting beliefs can serve us sometimes, and that's what makes this whole thing sort of fuzzy, is in the past and future and present Keith, right? If past Keith had said, hey, you know what? I'm going to limit the number of podcasts to deliver to one because realistically, you're not going to have a whole lot of time, then present Keith would have been a whole lot happier with past Keith. And if past Keith had accepted the limiting belief that he's not going to remember everything, present Keith would be a lot less anxious and would have had a lot more stuff done and wouldn't be running around in a panic, in a hammock. Maybe this speaks to another limiting belief that I have is that I, I have to, uh, I have to queue up a bunch of work in order to be interested in it because I have a ton of stuff to do to get prepared. Now, I have to admit I am one of those guys that has pre-packed. Most of my stuff is packed. I don't fly out till tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, and I'm packed. But I've got this podcast to do. I have another one that I want to do for the organization that I volunteer for. I have a coaching agreement to put into place. I have a call to make. And I have a bunch of other just general stuff that you need to do before you take a trip, right? Uh, take out the garbage, empty the litter box, get the cat over to mom's house. I better start writing this stuff down. So what was my limiting belief there that I have to have a bunch of stuff in order to do it? Now, I'll admit that there's some evidence to say that the more stuff that I've compacted into a day, the more productive I will be. And indeed, I think that can be sort of a symptom of ADHD, and sometimes I think that can be an ADHD strength. I mean, I don't know, if you look at like an ER doctor, for example, packing a whole bunch of productivity into a 12-hour shift, that's a good thing, right? But if I look at the limiting belief that I have to have all of this pressure on myself to do the work uh, in a very compressed amount of time, 
then I'm always going to be sort of like the chicken with heads, its head cut off, you know, or really the chicken lounging for quite a while and, you know, in a hammock. And then all of a sudden wakes up in a hammock and panicked. And he's like, oh my God, my, my head's about to get cho- chopped off and I'm going to start running around a lot. If I keep that limiting belief in place that I have to have all of this stuff queued up, that I'm going to continue to live the life that I've always lived. If I go and explore that limiting belief and start putting some stuff into place so that I am not doing that, isn't my life going to be better? Well, okay, let's do that. So what does that mean then for the holidays? Because I want to have a good holiday season. See, for the past number of years, I haven't had a great Christmas time because I've quite frankly bitten off more than I can chew. Shocker, right? But I want to spend time with friends and family. I want to watch every single Christmas DVD that I have in my collection. Frankly, I want to digitize everything from DVD and just, you know, buy the digital copies so I can get rid of the DVDs and say, yes, I decluttered the DVD drawer in the living room. And that's where conscious limitations come into play. See, limiting beliefs are things that just kind of come up unconsciously. We're going to think them whether or not we try to think them. But if we can consciously put limits in place while also consciously removing limits, oh my goodness, the life we can have. Suddenly, we can remove limits that allow us to make much more money than we ever thought we could that can actually get us to declutter our house. Okay, maybe not in a day, maybe not a month, maybe it's a, not even a year, maybe it's a couple of years, but there's constant progress. There's no truth to the fact that you can't declutter your house, that you can't get your finances in order, that you can't lose the weight, that you can't X, Y, Z, A, B, C, and the number four. But at the same time, we need to be conscious about putting limits in place so that we don't get ourselves into situations where two days before a Chad conference, we are literally recording a podcast just to match up with the t-shirts that we're wearing. That's crazy talk. In my example of December, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a limit on the fact that I have any desire to actually digitize my entire Christmas movie collection. Sure, I could do it, but if I put pressure on myself saying that I need to do this, that I have to declutter that, then quite frankly, in January, I'm going to be doing a podcast about how I didn't enjoy the holidays because I spent all of my time trying to replace my physical movies with digital copies. That is a limit I am consciously putting in place. At the same time, I'm letting go of some other limits that I may feel that if I don't start recruiting, uh, keep recruiting new clients through the month of December, that I'm somehow going to starve through 2017. So that is a way that I'm putting a limit on myself and also saying no to a limiting belief. This is all very complex stuff, and I have to admit I'm recording this as I edit, so... Okay, I'm technically recording this after the close of the show you're about to hear, but this is a very complex topic. I'm sure I'll have future episodes about it. I realize just in talking today that I probably need to have an episode about how limiting beliefs actually limit us and how limiting beliefs actually make us feel like we have limits because those are two different things. My challenge to you is what are your limiting beliefs? If you want to comment, you can do so at thisadhdlife.com. There are uh, right under the show notes is a comment section. Even better, go to facebook.com slash thisadhdlife. Even better, 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 send me an email. You can send an email to keith at thisadhdlife.com. I'd love to hear from you and hear about what your limiting beliefs are and how I might be able to help you get through them maybe on a future episode. As I mentioned, the Chad conference is coming up in just two days from today, technically three, because I think it officially starts on Friday. 
But I am so looking forward to it. It is an opportunity that I look forward to every year. And this is the second year, so I don't know if I can say every year, but I look forward to it because it's like being amongst your ADHD brothers and sisters. There are so many people that understand what you're going through. Time limits are sort of a thing of the past. I mean, they run a schedule, but if you walk into something 30 minutes late, no one looks at you as though you're crazy because, well, they all understand what ADHD is like. So I'm looking forward to that. And what that means is once I return in a couple of weeks from now, I'll be recapping some of the stuff that I saw at the Chad conference and some of the knowledge that I gained and my experiences. So I will see you uh, in a couple of weeks. Well, I won't, but you'll hear me in a couple of weeks and I hope to be seeing your email. The outro music is stalking me. So remember, 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 if you can't be good to yourself, how the heck are you going to be good to anybody else? Be good to yourself. Have a great couple of weeks. I will speak to you soon.